gonna destroy your system. You almost oh, need to be. I believe it. I because that's actually if... happened before. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, like one of my favorite. It's funny because it didn't really fuck with my system, but I had a similar situation. Was uh, I used to love Jack and Box tacos. Mm -hmm. They were my favorite. I actually liked them more than most tacos, except for street tacos. Those are the best. And then I didn't have them for the longest time. And one day I was like, I gotta get some Jack and Box tacos. I got them. I'm like, these are fucking disgusting. How did I like these before? <laughs> And I asked someone, I'm like, did they change? And someone's like, no. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> You're the one that changed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, these are gross. Um, like, that's happened also with just other fast food in general. When you stop and you go back, you're like, oh my god. Well, I, I think even not just taste, but I think your body is just no longer used to it. Yeah. And then you go well, back. Well, for the longest time, I never understood the, ta the Taco Bell uh, references. I mean, uh, jokes. Yeah. And then you really there did. was just a point where, like, my body fizz... Physio physiology yeah like just changed and all of a sudden i'm like oh i'm not eating taco bell anymore yeah i was i was at your your brother and sister's apartment <laughs> yeah and it was just like well my body doesn't want this taco bell anymore i had to go in the bathroom for a bit yeah Hello and welcome to Tuesday Matinee number seven, presented by Ridgeview Drive and Age of Radio. Tuesday Matinee is a bi-monthly podcast where we, we review films, talk movie news, occasionally discuss the technical aspects of filmmaking, and just shoot the shit about all things cinema. I am your host, Jared Watson, and with me is Charles Terrell. And yesterday, or I don't know when you saw it, I saw Joker yesterday. I saw it day before yesterday? I don't know, pretty not too far. Right. Uh, not too long ago um wow can't speak today or any day i guess uh I, I don't i don't usually like to get to the politics behind movies i like getting the politics in movies uh but this one was interesting to me because uh i for one i want to say todd phillips was right to get away from comedy because i think he's a much better director with serious stuff but i think his reasoning for getting away from comedy is stupid. really stupid <laughs> Yes. Short-sighted. Which is, that's something you, like, what he has said, because it seems like he's like, oh, I'm done, you know, whatever with Hollywood, whatever. That seems like something he should say if the Joker bombed. And that's what right. you should say afterwards. Like, you throw kind of a, a hissy fit, like, oh, nobody gets it anymore, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. everybody loves your movie. <laughs> yeah. Saying, yeah. oh, I can't do these things with Hollywood. And it's like, well, what couldn't you do with Joker? Because... I don't know, because you did a lot of things with Joker, and a lot of more millennial kind of, yeah, uh, political I guess ideas that like come across like kill the rich. There's newspapers are like a new movement called Kill the Rich, and it's like I feel like a lot of <laughs> people would yeah associate that with like a lot of political like talk today. <laughs> I mean, not get not getting too much into. The politics. I I'm not a communist, but I follow communist pages just because I like to have a wide variety of things to follow. And communists seem to like this movie because of the whole uh, kill well, the rich thing. Yeah, but this is not like a communism thing. This is an anarchy thing. It's, yeah, uh, depends that's on what how the, you look at it. That's what the the Joker's always been is some form of anarchy. Yeah, but and there's a little bit to talk about that because I do want to get into spoilers later, but it won't be in the podcast. It'll be in its own clip. But I do definitely want to talk about spoilers at some point. Okay. Um. But um. Yeah, and people are really afraid of this movie to the point people are. I don't know if you've seen are evacuating theaters. Oh, I I even got a little seen... nervous 
But like some people pointed out the whole what what's, what was his name? Like the you know the guy who doesn't matter. Anyway, it yeah, it's a good point. Matter. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, they're like that wasn't even related. It had nothing to do with Batman. Yeah, nothing at all. He, he, he just picked, he went into a theater. He yeah. picked the theater that was at, it was opening night, so the he biggest had the most one. people in there yeah. and stuff. Uh, it seemed like somebody like one of the cops said he was like dressed like the Joker or something, even though he just had his hair dyed red or something. It was like an orange red. Yeah, it was yeah not related at all. So yeah, there was nothing related. So. But then again, not gonna lie, it's just me too. Some there's been a few times where I've been in the theater for some reason. I just get paranoid sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend, and she just kind of like jokingly added, like, "Oh, this adds to the experience because everybody was super tense. Like somebody gets up, everybody looks at that person." Right. Yeah. I saw it in a very small crowd. Guys, so okay, imagine me. I'm I got I get there not too early. I'm like, oh, I got ten minutes left. This should be what? How many people are gonna be in there? Get in there, I go to sit down. These two guys, they sit in front of me, row right in front of me, a little bit to the left, and they're just kind of talking. I'm like, oh, I hope they don't do this the whole time. Oh, yeah. But whatever. I'm nobody around me, really. So and so they're just kind of enjoying like the little previews. And these two women kind of like are trying to get into that area, and these two guys, they get up, and it's like, oh, they were in their seats. That's kind of weird. And they sit, those two women sit right in front of me, and they're holding a baby. And then those guys literally have to sit one seat away from me in my row oh okay and i already picked my seats by the time i got there so they would have had to see that i was sitting there and reserve the two seats next to me oh and the women they probably reserved their seats beforehand probably bought them at home or something and were on their way right yeah and the thing is the baby was the quietest one (laughs) Amongst oh, those geez. two ladies and their baby, the baby started acting up, so the mother got up, you know, just went outside or probably went to the side. These two guys, just every time, like, action would start going up, they start talking about, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I can hear you. And then when it got quiet, I'm like, guys, please. Like, oh. I, had, I had, like, my voice. Yeah. And I just heard a guy, <laughs> and he didn't really talk much. And it's just like, I'm not going to about to get in a fight at a Joker movie. I went, <laughs> right. I went by myself because you had to work, and so I was like, oh, I'll just go see it, whatever. And I was like, I'm not going to be the loner, scrawny white guy getting a fight and Joker like, right. oh, I'm super empowered by this movie, <laughs> and then punch some dude out. <laughs> so I was just like, whatever. I just get up. As soon as the credits start going, I get up and leave. I didn't want to see his face. Um, but I'm just tired <laughs> of theater experiences. Yeah. I think I just have to go with a big crowd of people. Because I think people won't talk if there's a big crowd because they'll be too afraid of somebody saying something. Yeah. Stuff like that. And it's just I had, you know, the peanut gallery or just like just commentary to my left the whole time almost but i couldn't really understand yeah what i could it was just like okay that whatever just stupid <laughs> it's funny because i hope i didn't annoy people around but like uh just during the trailers brad and i talked a little bit i hate that oh yeah i i hate it but i'm just like this is my deal right. you're allowed well, I mean, it wasn't out loud like we were trying to be quiet and all just there was one point after one trailer i kind of said to brad well i guess we don't have to watch that one we just saw the whole thing yeah well, I know, but because they were doing it, and there was a trailer I was actually interested in, and I can't oh, yeah. remember what it was, and so well, it was just like, oh, okay, now you, you kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, we're, well, we're I think there was a little bit, like, also just because we went Tuesday night, so you already have Discount Tuesday, and then you have a movie that just came out, so it was actually really crowded for me. Yeah. Uh, we went in, and to go get the tickets, most seats were already taken, and we get in there, and there's nobody there, so obviously everybody pre-ordered them. Yeah. So pretty much throughout the entire trailers, people were coming in. Oh, okay. And most, and we got seats specifically. Like at first, it seemed really cool, and during most of the movie, it was fine. 
but there were like you know how you go up the aisle and at the very back there'll be seats right up at the very end of the aisle yeah that's where we had them so there would just be people that would just sit and they would just stand in front of the screen they would just stand there right in front of us in the aisle because they're like okay so where are we sitting you know and it's like yeah have people not figured it out wow <laughs> yeah that's that's one of the reasons i don't like to get there during the trailers that's why i like to get there early because i hate looking for my seat in the dark yeah i'd rather just get there while it's light and i can find my seat and... yeah, i didn't think about that like people are going to be showing up people used to show up early like oh we gotta get a good seat and it's like no now it's all reserved yeah so you just reserve the seat and then show up like a minute before the movie starts playing yeah and we, so i don't think it's just gonna keep happening we ever talked on here about our experience in what was it endgame and we saw it on a discount Tuesday, but and we didn't reserve our tickets, and there were just yeah we weren't interspersed single seats. Yeah, so we just kind of stood off to the experience. side. Yeah, we I ended up sitting off to the side because the only seat that was available was right there. Really the screen, up close. and I'm not going to do that because it hurts my neck. I had to do that for Detective Pikachu, and it's just like even it reclining, it's just like that's a horrible experience because the, the yeah. seats fully reclined back, and it was just a horrible experience. Right. Because um, like at first, like you know, the trailers had started. And we're halfway through the trailers, and we're like, we're going kind of like from seats to seats trying to sit together. And like, and I think at the very end, the movie was starting. And we were saying that somebody comes over and like, oh, you're in our seats. I just kind of feel like if you reserved your seats and you don't get there before the movie starts, I think you should be have to forfeit those tickets. Yeah. I mean, those seats, the seats specifically. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I just don't get why that there's the, the two rows in front. It's like, just just get rid of those. Yeah. I, you and I, what we were just trying to do was just like we were waiting it, and like, yeah, we were like, okay, the movie's about to start. Maybe these people are not going to show up. Yeah. Maybe they canceled, and yeah. so then we try to get in there. But we were even trying to be nice. We we're like, oh, what were your seats? Like you're in our seats, and I was like, oh, fucking, we're trying to, you know, work with you here. Yeah, that's why when they started saying something, I think I just got up and started to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, was like, like, I know like, how this plays out. I'm just going. <laughs> just go. Yeah. <laughs> Say nothing. Just go. Yeah, um, and they're the, they're thinking we're the assholes, and I'm like, well, if you well, got we were time, <laughs> kind of, I don't think so because I feel like if you don't if you don't you, know, you can't get there before getting, the movie starts. They're probably getting food. Uh, well, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Just still, I, feel, I don't know. Well, I know those seats were empty up no, until they got there. Yeah, but anyway, um, okay, I guess we'll talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm gonna talk about experiences I had in the movie throughout, just because. Yeah. Um. Another thing is I noticed uh, when I was first going in, I saw a family go in, and I was like, oh, my God, this is not the movie to bring your kids to. Because this is a baby. Because, <laughs> because it's like dead. Like, people freaked out, like, oh, you know, they're bringing kids to a Deadpool movie. Still, this is not rated R for the same reason Deadpool was. Deadpool was still cartoonish kind of violence. This is not. This well, is... no, the, Deadpool was more like a lot of sexual jokes and a lot of just, like, Right, like gross out. I still see it as very different. Like if you accidentally take your kid to Deadpool, I don't think that's that big of a deal. Uh, how I grew up, my parents they well no actually certain parents they would actually be sort of okay with the Joker stuff. They'd be okay with the violence, but the sexual stuff in Deadpool they wouldn't. Oh, that's so interesting. It's a very it's a very American thing. Because stuff in this movie would have traumatized me as a kid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like there, like there's just like I was gonna say there's one part one of the big changes i turned to brand i said some people would be pissed they just brought their kids to this movie and brandon started laughing i saw it worse when i was a kid i don't know oh I, really I, I oh man i was i was like yeah i don't know which that was good like a lot of this was like 
in other movies it, it go a little bit more over the top with action. Yeah. This one it was like, oh well, let's subdue it. Right. Like in that moment, I would expect him to like say something, but he didn't. He just stayed yeah. quiet. It's like, I okay. mean, I like the scene itself. Yeah. I just and and to be honest, in my opinion, I feel like if you want to bring your kids to this and you want to expose them, I don't have a problem with that. In fact, I think that was the problem with me because I wasn't exposed to that kind of stuff as a kid, and that's why I would be traumatized a little bit later. Whereas, like, I know kids that were raised on horror, and I'm like, God, if I saw that when I was a kid, I would have been so traumatized, you know? So my parents liked Alien and Rambo. Yeah. And, um... Well, my parents, like, watch it, just they Predator. were like, we're watching this without you. You have to be in your room, you know? No, no, not this. Yeah. Like, Predator, or he just scalps dudes and stuff. Or yeah. Or just skins them. Um, yeah, no. So I grew up, but it's like, man, it's not a big deal. But sex stuff, but that was... My parents were... Little bit open about it, but I was just I, I was really uncomfortable with it when I was. I don't know why. Yeah. Something come out with my parents and be like, okay, and I walk out of the room. They're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, there was a little bit that with. I guess it just also I see it differently now that I'm an adult because I think my parents were that way with the sex stuff. Like I remember I was like 16 or 17, almost an adult, when I watched Chasing Amy with my mom, and we were both extremely uncomfortable watching that together. Yeah. So yeah, there was definitely that involved when I was kid. <laughs> just now that I'm an adult, I see things very differently yeah um another thing i was gonna say is that same scene right after that applause from the audience oh yeah and brand and i were like wow these people completely missed the point what was after the, the scene hmm? are you saying right after that scene yeah. when he goes up the stairs yeah what, what were they plotting that scene or itself, yeah or? that exact scene they were plotting that that it happened yeah yeah i don't i I thought that was completely missing the point of the movie. No, well, because those those, uh, I I I don't like talking in code for too long. <laughs> but because there's there's characters that come into play, and those these characters are just assholes, and they're just well, bad. yeah, but and it's it's kind of mirroring real life people that try to get away with certain stuff, and so especially if you're on Discount Tuesday, you're having a lot of broke people going, yeah. No, right, and I and I agree with certain... I don't think people miss the point at all. I think that was the point. Then I think it's a bad point. I don't know. Again, well, I'm... Do you, do you, as a clip, you want to save this for later then? And we'll talk about it at length without spoilers? Yeah, I guess Cause so. Because I can't really elaborate without... Right, yeah. Yeah, spoiling it. Because, yeah, like, this, like a lot of movies, I'm like, oh, you can't really spoil. And, like, to me, this is... The spoiling wouldn't ruin the movie. It's like... Even if you just go in just wanting to look at uh, right. Joaquin Phoenix's uh, performance, is like, no, he plays somebody that's really got mental health issues, like extreme. Like, he's on medication. Yeah. He's trying to do his best. He plays that really convincingly. But there are things that happen in this movie that is just like, oh, okay, that's where that's going. It's just like, I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't know where this movie's going to go. You're, oh, yeah. you're showcasing the bad guy. It's like, I, I really don't know, understand what's going to go on. And it's like, that was why I enjoyed this movie was – it's not like, oh, it, he's the good guy and he's always going to win. Right, it's like, yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with this guy. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, the whole, throughout the whole thing, I never knew. Like, I couldn't guess what was well, going to happen. I, I guess, like, what happens is some of the, like, the stuff that's always happened with the Joker itself. Like, if you look at it, like, these key points, is like, yeah, okay, that's what makes a Joker in certain um, timelines of, like, the DC universe. Right, yeah. Um. But I just didn't know how they were going to get there. I was just like, okay, cool. And it's like, that's why I enjoyed it. it was like, yeah. I didn't see a comic book movie. There was a couple issues. Like, oh, when they like refer to it as Arkham State Hospital here and stuff like that. It's like, it started to pull me out, actually. Because it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is a superhero movie. 
Yeah. Before that, it's like it doesn't feel like a superhero oh, movie. That was actually one of the points I wanted to get to. Is there was way too much Batman referencing in this movie? I thought I, it kept pulling me out of the movie. Little too much. Yeah. I in fact I wish it was a bare minimum. In fact, just it, the last one maybe. Uh, the last reference. Oh. I almost Maybe. feel like that shouldn't even have been in there. Yeah, you think it's like a little too convenient? Maybe. Um, I, I thought it was silly, but yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, like the way I would have wanted it to have done, studios would have never let it happen. I almost wish they never even marketed it as a Joker movie. And you're watching the movie and you're go, "Oh my god, this is about Joker!" You know, like that would have yeah. been fun. But of course, studios would never let that happen. Like they keep saying Arkham. Um, I don't mind. Uh, what's what's Bruce Wayne's dad's name um thomas thomas wayne. i don't mind thomas wayne so much even though they do kind of say it, it a lot it, it would make sense because he is like he's the billionaire in the city he'd, right he'd, he'd pop up in the news every yeah. once in a while and i don't mind them talking about him and everything just and just they i get they live in the city of arkham so mm-hmm. like it's tough just every time they said it it pulled me out of the movie yeah well because it's not like something like say like spider-man even though Spider-Man is a little bit more fantastical because he gets the powers. Yeah. But he's in New York City. He's in a very... I was actually thinking about this today. Um, in Marvel stuff, it's always referencing real-life cities, whereas in DC stuff, it's Metropolis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotham. Um, and it's just like... It kind of makes it a little bit more fantasy and pulls you out a little bit sometimes. Right, yeah. Like, for the comics, it was fine because it's like, these are comics. Yeah. You know, the Zack Snyder stuff, I don't really like, but it would make sense. It's like a little bit more silly and you... You can roll with that. Right, yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because, like, Nolan seemed to pull it off. So, But I think that was so serious. I think that's why, like, the tone was all just serious. Yeah. This one, there was a couple elements of, yeah, trying to tie it into the Batman universe. I was like, oh, you're taking me out a little bit. Right, Maybe that's yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I, even Joaquin himself has stated that he never liked the Joker aspect. He wished it was just a character study of just some random guy. Yeah. You know. Just no, uh, like a, another take on Taxi Driver. Yeah. 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 W- without, I don't know. I I have some feelings about this movie mm-hmm. that I feel like, I feel like they, he, like he almost like he tried to make Taxi Driver without understanding what ta- Taxi Driver was about. Or like, they didn't I have the nuance. Stand what, I don't know, that movie was you know what? so I'm I'm sort me. of talking out my ass because I only just saw Tax Drive the other day. I only saw the second half. I don't really know what the fuck it's about. Um, I, I guess like more like maybe like let's say Fight Club. Like Fight Club I feel like has a real resonating message, but I don't want to say that too much because, again, sometimes it resonates with the wrong people and it's the wrong message they're it's, getting. Yeah, because the message it's saying is like you're not supposed to take that away. You're supposed to take the actual opposite yeah. of it away. Yeah, Um. And that's kind of my problems. I feel like the message in this is muddied. Well, I th- I think it. I wonder if there is not. I wonder. Um. Oh, fuck! I don't know if that's a spoiler. I wonder if in this movie there is not supposed to be a message at all, and it's a commentary on people taking a message away from it. Don't you know, know if that's reading between the lines too much, but I got one, a little bit of that. Like one I almost, character almost says that straight up. I almost feel like he was himself, kind of a parody of the Tyler Durdens and the Rick Sanchez's. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I because I, I want to say it, but I don't know. Right. Because he says a line, and it's just like, oh, okay. So you you kind of get him, and you don't get him at the same time. Right. Like, yeah. Like his motivations and stuff like that. Um. And I think that was the point. Was like, it's like you know, basically, why are you doing this? And he's like, because of this. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I don't I think that people are just gonna skim over that part and they're gonna take the the empowerment side of it yeah. and not really look at it as a full the full right. uh, picture. Now and I think that's the point of the movie. I think the director did that very well was like he wanted to lay a mental health issue and you know um people like protesting and classism and stuff like that. He would just want to lay it out without saying an actual like not he's not saying his stance. He's just saying this is just how it is sometimes and it's just shitty. Right. Almost. And I, I yeah, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that the message has something to do with mental illness and yeah. it being unchecked. Um yeah, because that's what the Joker has always been. So, and I feel like I think I can part. really, really get behind that message, but I think they fuck it up a little bit because they almost go the opposite route. Because uh, I really feel that way when he's getting his ass kicked on the train, because I feel like because the truth is, mental illness people with mental illness are not violent, mm-hmm. and um, in fact, they're more more likely to be the victims of violence, and that's where. I thought they were going when he was getting his ass kicked at some point, but it almost feels like later they almost start to portray people with mental illness are violent, and I was uncomfortable with that. Some of them are though, and that's the thing. And yeah, this, but it's not is... so much the mental illness that makes them violent. Correct, but this guy, but this he's... Joker, he's on five medications, and so if he has some sort of psychopathy, which he does. And he has a goal he's going to kill, not because he's just violent or anything like that, but because he has a goal he has to achieve, and if people get in the way, he'll kill them. Right. And that's how the like that's how the Joker has always been, is just like, okay, he does what he wants. He uses right, guns. Yeah. He, he always uses guns. For Yeah. I mean, like, there's a classic thing of him having a revolver, and sometimes he turns it into a joke by, by it being that clown revolver. Yeah, yeah, with bang. Super right. realistic, and it's like, bang. And then, like, some fighting games, he does that, and he's like, ha, 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 and he pulls out a real gun and then shoots him. Oh, right, right, yeah. Like, some sort of fatality for Mortal Kombat or something like that. Yeah. Or Injustice, the, might have been the DC fighting game. Um, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, people, like, say that and say, oh, I want to take a message away from this. Why did you have to ruin it? It's like, because this is a bad guy, and I wanted to show a humanized side to a bad guy without justifying his actions. Right. Because he, it's not like he, he ends up doing the bad thing for a greater good he does a couple things and they're just like no there's no reason why he should have did that yeah and it's like you can't say like all mentally ill people are non-violent there are violent mentally ill people right yeah especially if they've been beaten their whole lives they're just be like okay cool i don't care about anybody else because they never did about me yeah so they're gonna try to you know strike back at that right i think i think how they show how a person becomes a psychopath or that psychopath is brought out from their, you know, genetic disposition or anything like that. Right. It, this is actually a pretty hardcore, realistic way of showing that. Up until the end, it starts getting kind of comic booky, but you can say that's where the movie transitions into, like, yeah, this is now. Right. Yeah. He's become the Joker at this point in the movie. After yeah. Certain things and stuff. So I, I, I think it. You needed to have this weird hypocritical the rising of a villain but no it's not a good thing i'm just showing the rise of a villain right yeah. but people are gonna take that as like yeah oh i i i relate to that and stuff like that right yeah kind of like rick and morty you're to me there's always been this issue of like relating to rick a lot of people relate to that it's okay to relate to that it's not okay to pursue being that 
Oh, oh, I can I mean? see that. Yeah. So you're supposed to look at that and be like, wow, he's an ass. Okay, I relate to that. Maybe I Maybe should... take it as an example of how not to be. Like a caution. I relate to that. Let's not become that. Yeah. Um, so, so like a good like good examples like you know Breaking Bad or something like I re- I relate to how what Walter White is going through, but I'm not going to result oh, or that's... result. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, oh, I I know you. Anyway, sure, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's... Um, I guess I'm gonna talk a little bit spoiler free, or no, I'm a little bit spoilers with Breaking Bad. Um, it's not the final spo- spoilers of it, but you should have watched it by now. It's been right. a long time. I haven't, um, but I've accepted it. So and I know a lot is, of the spoilers anyway. This is not an end spoiler. It's just at one point he can do the right thing, and people are like, "Why aren't you doing that?" And he's like, "It was never about the money." about the empire and it's like oh he was a bad guy this whole time yeah he was just really passive and just didn't want to do anything right and then now that beast has been brought out of him and so it's like yeah if you relate to that you're supposed to go oh maybe i have i need to look inward these malicious yeah intents behind my like oh i'm the bad guy for the greater good no no no. maybe you're just the bad guy and you need to kind of scale that back and oh maybe be a better person (laughs) well it's kind of like the idea of like what you do when you're drunk right Mm -hmm. people tend to think that being drunk makes you a bad person and i say that's bullshit i i think being drunk just shows who you really are and um it's just you tend to be a little bit more like people who do really shitty things when they're drunk they do really shitty things when they're sober they just a little bit more covert about it i guess so i would say there's maybe some uh exceptions to that Maybe I could. See I that. think it, it just it gets rid of your sense of judgment, and so it's like if you always have a good sense of judgment, you're like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Right. But if drinking alcohol kind of thins that out, then you're kind of not you anymore. But but it kind of reveals what you want to do. Uh, yeah, which but of that course you know that doesn't mean that just because you have dark thoughts means you're a bad person. Yeah. Obviously, because like yeah, if you have those thoughts, but you're like, no, no, those are bad. I'm right. not going to do that. Then that makes you a good person because you overcame those thoughts. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, I, I, I think I bring up alcohol like every podcast <laughs> so far. Because I'm on the road to recovery. So I guess it's just something that's big in my life right now. Um. Yeah. I, just on mental health, it's just, it. yeah, this movie shows how people with mental health can kind of just yeah get screwed over. And it's like. Yeah, it's just messed up situation. Yeah. Maybe say th- more things about the movie itself and not the meta <laughs> narrative. Oh, oh, yeah, like one of the things on the list, soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. I... Uh, there was one part where music started playing that I didn't like. Oh, yeah? It's in the trailer. Like, the he starts dancing on the staircase. They use a different sound or song in the movie. Oh, really? I don't, I'm, I'm drawing a blank at the I moment. I think it, it was supposed to be a little bit cheesy, but that's kind of the point. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't notice the soundtrack, but I think that's a good thing. I think it just blended yeah. so well into, other than maybe just that one scene, blended so well into the, the rest of the movie. Um, his performance great. I, oh, I believed yeah. him as Arthur Fleck the whole time. Yeah, and and um, before you know, yeah, it's one thing. I'll, uh, before we get into the fact that I do have some major problems with it, um. Uh, uh, he makes a fine Joker. Uh, he could fit in with the others. Though I have a controversial opinion about Jack Nicholson. I don't think he's a good Joker, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> There's a lot of older Jokers I don't like. Like people, 
like Cesar Romero, and I, I just have a hard time with that era of Batman because it was really campy. Right. I never really watched it, so I don't know. I've always heard he's an amazing Joker, so I just believed I've it. But I get the same bit. thing about Jack Nicholson, and I just don't agree. Yeah, because Jack Nicholson, he's just more, he's, I guess he's just the he's gangster. He's just Jack Nicholson. He's the gangster type. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mind the gangster type. And also, it's not just him, but also the character itself doesn't make sense to me. He becomes Joker because he falls into fat. I know that's true to the yeah, comic. Yeah, it's very comic booky, but, and they've really yeah. tried to get away from that, except for like maybe Suicide Squad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where Todd Phillips came up with this idea. He's like, well, what if he becomes a Joker through different means? Through like yeah, realistic means. Yeah. It's kind of like how you would see uh, Heath Leather's Leathers. Uh, Ledger's Joker kind of come to be almost because I feel like if you were to uh, apply some sort of realistic origin to him, it'd be something similar. Yeah. Because like, oh yeah yeah the whole I point agree. is like you're not really supposed to know because it's supposed to be mysterious. Yeah. He's just supposed to be the embodiment of anarchy, and that's how he sees himself. And to be honest, yeah, w- without getting into spoilers, I feel like the ending of this can very much lead into even though it can't be the same because it's a different time and all that, but yeah, it could very well be this uh, Heath Ledger's origins. Like if this was Heath Ledger younger, this could have been like the origin movie to it. Yeah, it, it would totally fit. It would totally way. fit. Yeah, but. That's not what this is. Uh, I've been. I, I don't read the articles. I just see the kind of like title post, all these clickbait articles, and they're saying like, "Oh, how how Joaquin's Joker? He's probably not the real Joker. He's and then it cuts off." Yeah, I think yeah. they're just saying like, "It's like no, you guys don't need continuity. Yeah. Continuity in movies actually isn't that important." Like, I mean, depending, but yeah. Uh, but I think it's just because what Marvel did. Everybody's evil, concentrating so hard on the Marvel. They're, Marvel they're trying formula. to. It's like a web. They're trying to tie it yeah. all together. Well, they but, never announced that this was part of the cinematic universe, so it doesn't even yeah, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, just, no, this is this is how they should have started it off. Yeah, have these one one ops, the ones that don't do so well. Okay, whatever, get rid of the actor, get rid of yeah. all that, start over, and then start tying stuff together. Yeah, just like how Marvel did it. It's like because then you see what works and what doesn't, and then you can get rid of stuff. Because right now they have to like write around it, like Birds of Prey that's coming out. She broke up with the Joker. And because people didn't really have that great of reception to Joker, but they yeah. liked Harley Quinn better, and they're just like, oh, we we think she was just in a bad movie. Maybe if she was put in a better movie, we'd it'd be just better in general. Right. And so that's why you're seeing you're seeing like these, they're trying to like white out like little pieces pieces of like uh the writing to get rid of that section. Like, oh, we're just not going to talk about that Joker anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so like, because they don't want to like throw the whole DC universe out. It's like they okay, we got Harley right, Quinn. Yeah. We got we got, we got to work with some things. And I've you know you just saw who's doing the next um, Suicide Squad. Yeah, James Gunn. And, and who's gonna be Taika Waititi isn't even directing, but he's in it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully enough. Just, and there's a lot of there. actors in that I, I really like. So. So maybe. Well, speaking of James Gunn, uh, someone pointed out that this Don't movie like that. is super reminiscent of Super, Super, Super reminiscent of Super. Um. Uh. By that was James Gunn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because his brother's in it, and then um, Michael Rourke? Yeah, yeah. All, yeah Whatever his name the, is. All the mainstays for his stuff. Yeah. His um, which is funny, because it's like, when that came out, then again, it wasn't a huge movie. That was pretty much way under the radar. And yeah. it's also James it was Gunn. Almost, He's known for being edgy. It was almost like a really small indie film. Like, it, it was higher than an indie film, but it was like, it felt like it had the same impact as yeah. like the indie film. Like, if you think that came out today, and... And let's say instead of being some random superhero, it was the same story, but he actually becomes I don't know some like an known actual superhero. Title? Yeah, would that be controversial? Also, do you think people would talk about 
uh, social, being socially conscious, and because he's not. Wait, he is against society, right? Like who? The super? Yeah. Is it? I I can't remember that movie so much. I just remember it's really fucking weird. No, he just God he, is involved. He he doles out punishment even if it's not fitting. So a guy yeah. cuts him in a line and he hits him in the head with a wrench. Another movie is like, have you seen God Bless America? Yeah. It's very similar to that too. Like sort of. It's it's just commentary on society itself. Yeah, like uh, uh I was going to say something but we were like, "Oh, Jared being social justice warrior." I was going to say lone white man against society. Yeah. A little bit white knight kind of approach no not white knight well that's what it, it well we'll have to talk about it with spoilers because that to me the commentary of the movie joker is oh you're you're her- heralding him and like oh because something happens and his actions are like you can kind of almost agree they're extreme actions right but what happened before you kind of agree and then when he talks about it later you realize he didn't do it for the reasons you thought he did it for. Right. Oh, and also, I do want to say, I'm not really in that camp about this movie. I feel like there's a little bit. I think there's a little bit to be said about it being socially unconscious, but it's just barely there. It's not like everybody blew it up to me. I don't. Th- I don't think this movie really gets to that level yeah, this, like, at all. But it is created, there. I think there could be an argument to be made. People created, I think, way too much of a panic. For one, nobody saw it when they when this all came out. Yeah, and it's just like you can actually get people hurt by doing because like if people evacuated right. and like stomped on somebody, and killed somebody. You know, it's like you created a panic for nothing. Right. Like the guy, because the guy came in with a backpack. He surveyed the room, and people called the cops on him, and they arrested him. Found no weapons on him. Yeah, he he had an outstanding warrant, so like, okay, we gotta take you in. But oh, right, yeah. yeah. But what what's the little grain like kernel of? Oh, just pretty much the idea. Like I said, you know, almost like violence is okay when society is beating you down. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I wonder if that's the point he's trying to make is the opposite of that. Yeah. Like, oh, look at what your hair is. And I could definitely see that that might be the point. I could definitely see that. People will always miss that. Like, the hell they miss with With Fight Fight Club. Club. Like, Fight Club sits there and talks about, oh, yeah, we're advertised to all the time when there's advertisements throughout that movie. There's Pepsi everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, even when uh, Brad Pitt's speech, he's like, you know, we're all angry because we couldn't grow up to be rock stars. And he says that to Jared Leto's face <laughs> and movie stars. And that. he says that to a movie star. Yeah. Like he, he says it a couple times. And when he says the rock star, he looks right at Jared Leto's face. Yeah. He's like, that guy's an actual rock star. And it's like, there's right, supposed yeah. to be this hot hypocrisy there. And that's kind of supposed to be the art of the movie is like everything you're saying, you're, you're not supposed to agree with this character because it's, I mean, we're selling you a product right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. About being a tough masculine guy. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into spoilers, uh, final thoughts. Um, shit, what was it? Yeah, some I just had some issues with. I thought the writing was sloppy and kind of bad and, and forceful. Uh, one of them is part of the spoilers. I'll get into later. Uh, but one of them was at the very beginning of the movie when he's getting mugged. Somebody's literally saying, "Beat him up, take his stuff," and I was like. Why does he need to be saying this? Is I th- I just it, I felt it was really yeah. corny. Yeah, well, because I wonder if it was because they're kids and he's supposed to be like the one guy's yeah. like oh trying to. 
I get teach take them his how stuff. to do it. I don't know why I said that because that makes sense. Oh, get his stuff, get his stuff. But he's like, beat him up, beat him up. It's like, oh, isn't that what they're doing? I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and I like I said, there's a, some other forceful stuff that I felt like was kind of shoved in our face, and I was like, yeah, isn't that obvious? Uh, <laughs> but that's a uh, uh, spoiler talk. Um, as far as um ratings go, I think I would give it a dollar theater. Honestly, discount Tuesday. I'd say I liked it, but nothing more. I give it a B, maybe a B plus. Because I think I'd see it, it well again with other people, but I don't necessarily want to. I'd say yeah, just go go see it as, as soon as you can. Like yeah, pretty good. But like, I don't think it's a masterpiece like everybody's saying. I don't think it has this amazing message. Everybody says it's got this amazing message, and I'm like, eh. the it's <clears throat> better than a lot of the message is a lot better than other films. Yeah, especially big blockbusters. Those tend to have very understandable messages. This one's a little bit more complex, but yeah, right. it's not like I'm sure you can find other movies that have done this better. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Not Tax Driver. I actually have a little bit of a gripe with Tax Driver. It's a little rough. <laughs> yeah. It's edited a little bit, kind of seventies quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I I just watched the second half of the movie for like the first time recently, and I was told like. Actually, like there, I was like, "Well, I missed the first half." And my mom's like, "Yeah, but the first half is really slow, and nothing happens." <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Um, oh yeah, I like I tend to like slow movies, but he, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's trying to date somebody, and there's she's part of like, oh, we're trying to raise funds for a political campaign. It's just I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I still need to see the first half because I still don't understand why he has a drive to assassinate the one presidential nominee. I, I have no idea why he has that drive. I... Oh, it's kind of it's kind of thrown throughout there, but yeah, it's really maybe just to but... drive home that he's losing his mind or something. No, it's supposed to be society's breaking down, or just pe- poor people are poor, and it's just all these rich people are taking all the jobs or taking all the money. Oh, so that's why they keep calling Joker tax driver. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty you similar. also see why they also compare it to King of Comedy, right? Do anything about King of Comedy? Nah. It's also Scorsese directing Robert De Niro. Uh, Robert mm-hmm. De Niro, something about he kidnaps uh, a late night talk show host. Oh. Uh, it's something. So yeah. anyway, uh, so I guess that's it for the spoiler free review. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk spoilers, but we're gonna cut it out of the podcast. If you are interested in listening. Toy to our spoilery review. You could either go to TuesdayMatinee.com and download it in podcast form, or go to uh, RidgeviewDrive.com to watch a YouTube video. Even though there won't be like video, it'll still just be mostly audio. All right, so um. What we just watched a what was it a, uh one of my favorite uh funnier die shows actually I think it's the only show I've ever watched on funnier die <laughs> most stuff on funnier die is pretty die <laughs> wow um uh, uh between two ferns it was one of my favorites um and then they made a very uh mediocre movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> an ugly laugh. I, I... I might showcase that I'm probably on the same page as you. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, like the interview parts, like the show, were they were great. And the end credits were the fucking credits hilarious. Were awesome. <laughs> like, like it's it's almost worth it to watch just for those end credits. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like if you get bored, if you go and watch this movie, and you get bored, just skip to the end credits for like. Yeah. It's like little bloopers and stuff like that, and it's it that's hilarious because it's genuine. Yeah. Um. Because the whole point in this movie, the reason why I had an issue with it, is it's supposed to. <sighs> Between Two Ferns was always supposed to seem genuine. Yeah. Like, he's genuinely awkward and like this. And this movie tries to do that, but it's just like, it, it doesn't have that same feeling. Like, anytime I start to get, like, pulled into, like, okay, I'm getting engrossed in it, I'll start to believe that. Yeah. Stuff just happens, like, oh, it's a little too much, and it's like, okay. Yeah, when, I, a little bit before I saw it, I read a little bit of the, like, behind the scenes and, like, went, what went into making it and everything. And now it makes sense. <laughs> Because they were, like, the way they talk about the making of it was kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, the movie, it's not very consistent. Like, his character is not consistent. Because, like, when he's not doing the show, he's actually really nice to these guests. Yeah. And they act like, um, Olive? Yeah, his character, like, he's like, they act like that's just who he is when he's interviewing the guests. Yeah. So why is it that when he's talking to the guests behind the scenes he's super nice and he doesn't oh, really i didn't think about it like that i that took me out of the movie i was like what's was that all about yeah it's just how do you have that character just on the whole time during the movie and it's like he does it with his the other uh not the celebrities but the the cast he's kind of like that with the cast like he's just a piece That's of true. shit with them. yeah so it's like you'd think he would be like that not unless it's supposed to be like, oh, he's just when he's doing the interview, he's so awkward. I don't know. It it might, it could, but then again, they have that one scene where they show when he is awkward, he's super awkward with the yeah. fucking uh, what's his name, the singer, John Legend. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Um, well, because he banged his wife, so that's why he's super right. awkward. I don't, I don't think I Do care we... about spoilers. I... Uh, yeah. It's, it's like it's just that was a stupid scene you can't really spoil this movie yeah it's just it's just mostly just joke after joke essentially do we have a public ass- access station here i have no idea but i i don't know if it's public access but we do have a local station i remember when i was younger i'd watch channel three it, it was like palmdale news and can we schedule time <laughs> what can we schedule oh. time on there I don't know if they that's if they do public access on there or not. That'd be amazing. <laughs> what would we do? The Kitty On Show? Probably. <laughs> that would get, they'd be like it wouldn't even get started. Like, nope, leave. <laughs> get out of here. No, if it's local, I'm sure they don't have. Do they have to abide by certain FDA FDA uh, FCC guidelines? I don't know. That's a good question. Because I saw a human head and it was decapitated by the train on the local news. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because they filmed it and they didn't blur that part. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh, th- there's that guy's head. All right. What the f- <laughs> What is your problem, cat? Okay, I'm sorry, Jared. Cat's no. being a nuisance. No. It's not okay. 
Is there much? Fuck. Is there really a lot to talk about with this movie? Um. Well, I guess we can kind of segue into other type of. I want to call them YouTubers because you see that a lot with YouTubers making movies. I wrote a segue once. Uh, it was kind of scary. It was well, at Tomorrowland before oh, they actually oh got released. Uh huh. I got to test one. Wow. Anyway, go on. Wow, you were one of the. Oh my god. It was in that big sphere. Wow, I'm really glad you told me that this spins. story. Like, I'm going to tell it to other friends. Like, did you know my really? friend? Really? I would really appreciate that. Wrote a segue before it came out. Yeah, it was cash, yo. All right. <laughs> you look so upset. I looked back up at you. Well, because uh, whatever. <laughs> a lot of like YouTubers, they would try to make movies and the movies would come out shit. Because they were just they were better on YouTube. Oh yeah, and it's like yeah, he's not a YouTuber, and these guys that are involved, they're all been in movies and TV shows, right? Yeah, and it's Will Ferrell. I guess he's more of a cameo than anything. Yeah. Oh well, because yeah, he's he he an started Funny or Die. Yeah, it was exactly. directed by Scott Ackerman, uh, who actually, by the way, created Between Two Ferns. This is news to me. I didn't know this. I thought it was all Zach. Uh, no, uh, uh, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang. On, I mm -hmm. think, the Independent Channel. It's funny. Have you ever watched it? No. It's where... Oh, no. I can't think of his name. But the music the music like guy from that like got really big, and I really like him. And I can't <laughs> think of his name, or it's going to fucking kill me. Um, anyway, so Scott Ackerman wrote this, along with um, the, 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 the character in the movie who's the assistant. Carol. A, Carol apparently, the actress also co-wrote this, I think. Okay. Yeah, I like her. She's like super funny and weird. Yeah, but um, I guess maybe they. Yeah, just my parents died. My dad shot my mother and then himself. Are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Happened a long time I ago. It was like last month. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then nothing. Okay. It, like they just move away from that joke. And it's just like, okay, that was pretty great. I almost feel like could it have been? Could it have been tightened up? Or I think so. I I don't. Because it's just like, ah, uh, I'm kind of like giggling through it and just like, oh, that's kind of funny. So I wasn't bored. But then I started to really like laugh during those end segments. I'm like, oh, that's what funny is. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, that. that's when I had the realization like, okay, yeah, that movie actually wasn't that great. If I'm laughing at those parts. Yeah. Like, hardcore laughing at those parts. Yeah. Because they're genuine and funny, but. Um, were you, now, were you trying to segue to a very specific YouTube movie? N no, just in general, how they like. There was that I did want to talk about. But it, anyway, go on. Yeah, just in general, they don't pan out. Like this one's probably a lot better than those other ones. Right. Just, like, oh at, yeah. At least yeah. entertaining, especially and, the ones I'm thinking of. Top of my head. Yeah, this one's at least coherent, and there it's just a basic story. It gets it done in in and out kind of thing. Yeah. But it's just eh, not that funny. Pretty funny, right. but not that funny. And so, I'm just like I just want to equate it to that because it feels Whoops. like a YouTuber movie. Yeah, it does. But remember, like it's it's a funnier die movie. Is like is it much of a difference? Yeah, that, but that, that's... actually, good point because I was gonna say, wait, I just said I had a good point. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't doesn't matter. Um, yeah, good point. I'm about to make. What <laughs> you can't say that? <laughs> no, that I already made. Uh, with this new point is gonna be a good point too. Oh, okay. Um, there's kind of a difference. They're very similar. They're almost identical, but difference between YouTuber movies and Viner movies. Ooh. Because like um there's this one 
uh, that came out recently called uh, Air Airplane Mode for, by uh -huh. the Paul Brothers. Oh. Jake Paul and not Aaron Paul. He's cool. The other one. <laughs> I can never think of his name. Logan. Logan Paul. Uh, and Jake Paul. Uh, Jake, I believe. Oh shit, I don't remember which was which is which. Anyway, one of them. Uh, like wrote it, and um, uh -huh. <laughs> where was I going? With this? Oh, the whole Vine thing is that I personally find a lot of Vines to be actually very funny. Yeah. The problem, of course, is probably 80, 70 to eighty percent of it is bad, and it just you don't see that. Just the good stuff floats to the top. Sure. Uh, but even when you get all the best Viners who are like funny consistently, yeah, that is a very specific form of comedy. And it works in a very short form. Well, because it's it's almost like you've cut everything except for the punchline. That it you it's seven seconds. That's yeah. the punchline. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like when you try to make a whole fucking movie yeah. with viners, it's like they're not gonna understand how to make comedy for that specific. Yeah, thing. it's it's just a wildly. And apparently, format. the whole thing, which doesn't make sense, is a spoof or at least a a throwback to Airplane, which. Okay. And I know that sounds silly, but when you think about it, Scary Movie is a, technically a spoof of a spoof. Because yeah. Scream is a spoof. Well, uh, you know, it rides this line. It's a serious it's satire? A, yeah, it is it is a satire. It's, you know, it's uh, poking fun at horror while also showing love for it, you know. Well, being a good horror movie. Yeah. And or airplane, a good slasher movie. Air, well, Airplane is... Uh, because that's supposed to be a disaster movie, right? Yeah, and but it, it's mostly just comedic. It's, yeah, I wouldn't call it a satire. I would just call it a spoof. When yeah. spoofs were good. It's yeah, kind of exactly. spoof has a dirty name now. Yeah, spoofs at one time were good. Like the yeah, word spoof watch. has lost all meaning. Uh, yeah, Airplane. Um, no, just what, was his, what was his other one? The one where he's a cop? Naked Gun? Naked Gun. Um, stuff like that. Yeah, because those were like just entertain or just comedy. Whereas, yeah, you get something like Scream... If you want to do the satire of like an action movie, you also have to be a good action movie. Yeah. Or a horror movie or comedy or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Um so if you don't if you're just like, "Oh no, we're just making fun of it." It's like, "Yeah, but you still have to be that." And right, so now yeah. you're doing double the work. You need to be really freaking good to pull that off. Yeah. Cuz you have to make those those two because things. Because again, work. you you can fall into that trap of just becoming what you're making fun of. Like some people say like One Punch Man does, I guess. I never watched it, so I don't know. Well, to me it's not a trap of that, it's just being bad because you're trying to juggle too many parts right. at, yeah. at once kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know why I did that kind of motion, but all right. <laughs> Cuz Yeah, cuz you think oh it'd be easy cuz we're just making fun of it, but no, yeah. you're doing double the work in right half, half the time, so. Now there uh I I don't know why <laughs> it's I feel like there's not much talk about with uh between two ferns so i don't mind about talk about some other stuff but like airplane mode i i didn't actually see it i just like watched some videos about it and stuff there's one aspect about it that's almost extremely funny but it almost like it just it needed some work or something i don't know maybe it could never work i don't know but the main character can can read people's thoughts but only the thoughts of gay people and it's like that's 
almost funny. Like, there's almost something there. You know what I mean? Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's a dumb throw uh, reference to uh, Sixth Sense. Cause he says, I hear gay people. And again, that's <laughs> almost funny. There's <laughs> almost stupid. something there, you know? Yeah. I feel like that, that could have been worked on. I don't know. I, uh, maybe not. Maybe it would never work, but... I just like I just like random stuff, and that's fucking random, you know. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, so was there anything else you want to talk about? Just like YouTube movies in general. No, I I think you you touched on it. It's just like going from one format to another doesn't necessarily make that transition all that well. Yeah, yeah. Like they did a really good job of doing it, I think. But it's just like yeah, short little you or internet videos. I don't know if that's going to transfer over to a full length thing. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of the yeah. times the, the people behind YouTube videos who actually like wrote them and everything, a lot of times they're not even involved with the writing process of the movie. Yeah. Like the Smosh guys, they did a movie about, uh, they did a couple living. Well, I know they did a couple, but there's one where he lives with a ghost or whatever. And apparently they had nothing to do with the writing process, I think, Yeah. which is kind of weird to me. So it's like, why? Why? I mean, I guess they're just the actors. They're just the faces. Yeah. You know? Oh, I think it might have been the the writers for the Smosh videos. Because there's a lot of writers on that channel. Yeah. Or were, at least, at the time. Yeah, um, actually, I found out that lately the, the two main guys might not even really write anymore. So I don't know. Oh, one of the guys is not on Smosh anymore. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. I know nothing about Smosh. I don't follow them at all. So Yeah, I don't really, but I, I just... I know that part where he's I don't, not on it. I don't follow any mainstream except for, would you call Game Grumps mainstream? Yeah. Like, they're the only one. I used to watch PewDiePie way back in the day. Way. Being Being a hipster here before he actually got famous. God. <laughs> no, he was like he was like on the rise when I got into him. Yeah. He was on the rise, but he didn't get to that million uh, subscribers yet. Oh, um, okay. But, like, I liked him, and then at one point I was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I just can't do it anymore. It's just... Too and too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause it, it's just making. Them, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't transfer over. Like I know the the guys that do the React videos. They tried to make like these teen movies, and it was just like, oh yeah, they weren't well done. I don't know. But sometimes that's how you get gems. Uh, like the guy who did um. What? Oh, Wish Upon? So it was a guy that was so out of touch that it was all, it was just, it gets to so bad it's good territory. You know, so you, sometimes you get gems with that, but most of the time it's just boring, you know, shit that nobody cares about. (laughs) But yeah, finding that, that so bad it's good kind of stuff is, that's hard to find. And I don't even know if you could replicate that. I think you have to be delusional to make that kind of you movie. You do, you do, because like look at what when um someone becomes aware, like, two, like Tommy was so, and it was like yeah. oh now that's or um apparently the the guy who did Samurai Cop, he did a sequel to Samurai Cop, Amir Amir Shervin. He made a bunch of them like back in the days. Uh, well, I think and, he passed away, and then somebody else made the sequel. Really, I thought it was him. I don't think it was him. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I think that's why it's like it's so self-aware because it's not him kind of thing. But you have to double check that, I guess. Could be because he was pretty delusional, wasn't he? 
I think it just, you know, uh, what would you call it? I mean, Tommy was so delusional, but somehow he, at some point, just, he became aware. I think there was a language and a cultural barrier, and he was just trying to emulate action movies without really yeah. knowing how to do that, and he just had money. And right, so that, yeah. And it all just worked together. Yeah. Okay. Um, God. Damn it! I, 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 every time like we have a second movie, and the second movie is just like there's just not really much to talk about with it. Yeah, I'm. I, there's a lot to talk about with a uh, Joker. Yeah, it's just between two ferns, like man, it's it's all right. It was a movie. It was made with funny it's people. About as funny as Funny or Die stuff could get. Pretty much, yeah. So if you if you like Funny or Die, you'll probably just just enjoy that just fine. Though. If, like, let's say you like Between Two Ferns, but you're not really a fan of much else on Funny or Die, you can almost skip this, except for maybe that that end. Just watch the end credits. I don't know. They also have all, you know, the all the, the interviews in the movie? Mm-hmm. They have extended versions online that you could watch of every single one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, like, so maybe just watch you those. can just go watch those. <laughs> yeah, I've watched a few. They're pretty good. Um... That show is funny. Did you know that um, originally, uh, you've seen the Natalie Portman one? Not anything to do with the movie, just one of the original no, episodes. No. Um, I, I honestly I didn't watch that many Between Two Ferns. I just catch one here and there. Oh, man. I, I, I think I just marathoned them all once, and I just love them all. Well, he, he says to her, because you know the, the whole deal is they look uncomfortable a lot of the times and stuff. Yeah. So he says to her, when you shaved your head for V for Vendetta, did you also shave your V for vagina? <laughs> and she just looks so uncomfortable, right? <laughs> he then petitioned and said, you know what? I think we should cut that from the video. And she's the one that said, no, leave it in. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> uh, actually, she was the first celebrity that approached him. Oh, uh, yeah. at, before that, they approached all the celebrities. She actually came forward and said, "I want to do this. This is I love this." Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And then he's like, "I think that joke went too far." She's like, "No, no, no, that's going in. <laughs> that's definitely going in." She's totally down. For, yeah, for all of it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love that. And that's like at the point where he's like, "Oh, maybe this show could actually be something." And then next thing you know, he's fucking doing uh, Barack Obama. You know, yeah. <laughs> it was on there to do what is it? The ACA <laughs> to pimp that out. Um, yeah, I love that show. I, I I hope he's he slowly makes episodes over time. You know, yeah. So I think that's the best. I like yeah. Sometimes like you have to please your fans and like put out a an episode a week or something. But sometimes I think you might get the best content when somebody just puts out an episode when they can. You yeah. know, when you're not like. Str- I think it's it's so big. People always go, oh, there's a new episode, and they'll go find it. Yes. So yes. I, I don't think it'll fall into obscurity. I think it's just it's such a mainstay of the internet that it's like they could do that. And if be fine. every fra- frame of painting, if he just released a video right now, it would instantly have views. Yeah. Like people just love that channel because people are still going to be subscribed to him and be like, oh no, we're we're going to say subscribe. Yeah. And I'm sure there's pe- lots of people that subscribe to him after he went defunct, and they'd be like super stoked to see some more stuff. Yeah. You know, like. But yeah, um, yeah. If you're big and you're known, you can take long breaks, and people are like, yeah. "Yeah, take care of yourself," you know. Like fucking yeah. What's his name? Um, uh, TV Maxwell. Yeah, TV Maxwell. Like, uh, he hasn't actually made any videos, 
but he made an announcement saying, hey, I'm, I went through a tough time. I'm trying to come back. Oh, and everybody's like, please come back. That's an understatement. Yeah, he went through rough. He went through hell for four years, basically. Yeah. So. And he just got nothing but love. Uh, of course, you know, with YouTube comments, you're always going to get shit. But, From but it the way like he was talking, just like, you guys, I didn't expect this much positivity yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, I think he's. I, I, I really wish him well because he always made some great stuff. Oh, just yeah. For him to get healthy, just get healthy again and start getting his creative mind back. And then... Yeah. Yeah, I hope to see some more stuff. He was him. making videos since he was eight. Yeah. No, maybe a little bit younger than maybe that. Maybe even too. younger, yeah. Like pre YouTube. This wasn't a YouTube fad or anything. He just, like, oh, okay, I'll just do YouTube. Right, this yeah. Was a, he just did it for fun at first. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um,. Any other YouTubers like that that you'd like to make a comeback? Because there's been some good channels that kind of just went under. I was about to make a joke, but it wouldn't make much sense at all. I was going to say Nostalgia Critic, but it doesn't make any sense. Oh. Just like a jab at Nostalgia Critic. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Because I actually used to be a huge fan of his. Uh, He kind of inspired me a lot, but, you know, I don't want to get into the politics Mm, of that. Things happened. And he's still around. That was the joke, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling the people listening, all one of them. Woo! <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll get more. Do you want to? Um. No. What? <laughs> you said, "Do you want to?" I was like, "No." <laughs> uh. Okay. So, fuck it. Let's move on. I don't know what we're moving on to. What's the next movie that's going to come out? Next big one. Oh, well, I... Uh, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do it. Um, On the same day, both Jojo Rabbit and Lighthouse are coming out, but they're both only going to be in the indie theaters down in L.A. Oh, even Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, even Jojo... It says wide release when you Google it. Right. But it's I was not... going to say wide release my ass, but uh, that's not okay to put those together. And then together. I tried to look up to see if they did discount tuesdays and i don't think they do discount i don't think those independent theaters do discount Tuesdays. they probably can't they probably can't afford that like then. it's gonna cost me a good almost 30 dollars just to see both those movies damn oh, okay <laughs> not unless they come to video on demand yeah but when's that gonna happen like I, like I, I mean, sp- like a, sh- a short release like i don't know Sometimes like, also just specifically i want to do them on the podcast and I like to, you know, do things when they first come out. No, that's I know that's what I'm saying. Like maybe they'll they'll do it same day. Yeah, because I know like the Irishman, uh, that's gonna be released on Netflix and select theaters at the same time. Same with some other things. Oh, there's the Irishman. There's another one that's coming out. Big one. I I've only seen screenshots, but I don't know how the CG of the face is gonna affect me. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Because it's like... Uh, I haven't why well, I don't know nothing about... I don't know nothing. A couple people are de-aged in that, and I wonder if that's going to... Ah, okay. Huh. Because I can see that from like a mile away. It's just like, ooh. It's like all plasticky and rubber Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they'll do it amazing and you won't notice, but... Right. You know that once that's perfected, it's that's it. That's over. No more new actors. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, because, yeah, even... uh. 
What to say? He was just in Joker, a taxi driver. Oh, right, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. He even said, like, oh, I love this because it means I'm going to keep acting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need, yeah, like, a 21-year-old. Yeah, get Robert De Niro. <laughs> I don't think he could defat you, though. Yeah. To an Can extent. he really? I mean, I guess so. Extent. I don't see why not. To yeah. an extent, yeah. And why didn't they just do well, that with Joaquin Phoenix? Like, like, he didn't want to lose that weight. He was, he was kind of pissed about that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He you... argued with Todd. Uh, he was like, uh, "Can't can't the character just be a normal weighted guy?" And Todd's like, "No, he's got to be like really skinny." <laughs> it makes sense in that though. Yeah. Oh man. So they should just defatted him. I mean, Walking Phoenix isn't fat, but or whatever. You know what effect really held up was in Captain America when he was on the skinny body, the really small skinny body. Yeah. Like you can see the seams, but it still it holds up really well. Yeah, I I think I remember looking back. Maybe it's just because when I first saw it, I actually didn't know who Chris Evans was. Oh okay. Yeah, so uh, like I I mean like I got glimpses of him here and there, but and even even when I saw it, it was actually after like Avengers had come out. Yeah. So it's like, and I had seen Avengers too. So I didn't, I just didn't when I just didn't really know Chris Evans all that well. So when I saw him on that skinny body, little body, it just didn't really mean much to me i didn't like go oh that's a skinny chris evans i just saw that's yeah. that actor and i'm like oh now that there's that actor huge okay yeah <laughs> no it was really well done in time and i think it's still sort of held up but i guess yeah. it's not de-aging a face it's just like it's putting cut, a face on someone it's putting else. a whole head on somebody else I yeah think. yeah and so maybe that's just comes out better but not just yeah, putting the the head on, but they also they still shrunk his face a little bit. Yeah, made it look they had to get rid of some of the, a little emaciated. The muscle, yeah. Yeah, no, but I agree. That was a good. Technology is getting great. I mean, it'll be cool. Yeah, Robert De Niro can sit there and play twenty one year old. Shit, and... we got like fucking deep fakes. You know, like once yeah, that just... shit is perfect, and Hollywood gets a hold of that, that stuff's already just homegrown and it looks really good. Yeah, that's just like people in a, just a PC doing that stuff and it's like yeah yeah even for like the errors that's oh my god i mean at that point you don't even need de-aging software you just need a picture some pictures of them when they're young that's all you need yeah. and the software does it for you or incorporate a little bit of that de-aging software so it Maybe. all works together and right it's just like, yeah, yeah. It'd be perfect and i don't know how i feel about it to be honest like apparently uh the deep fake stuff is all scary like yeah. uh revenge porn uh you can't prove it's not you you know yeah, but then you can also be like, it kind of it it saves you in a bit in a way <laughs> yeah. for somebody because it's just like, oh, this porn got leaked of you, and if it's like real porn, it's like, no, it's probably a deep fake. Okay, right. Maybe. So it's almost just like, oh, you can't trust it, so it's whatever. <laughs> oh, it's like this one comedian. He talks about, um... <sighs> fuck, is this joke not aged well? Because it's kind of homophobic. Well, not, not really. Okay, so <laughs> he Jeez. says that like there, you can get a job. Where they literally just film your face, and you just kind of get in a position where it almost looks like you're fucking, but like they just film it such a an angle where you're not, but it looks like it, yeah. and you, and then they'll put it into a porn where they'll just like have cutaways so it looks like you are like having sex with this person, and like his friends like yeah, but duh, what if they put it in a gay porn? And it's like, well, who would know? And he's like, so like, hey oh, dude, yeah. I saw you this gay porn last night. He's like, so you were watching gay porn? Yeah, <laughs> you know so. I guess it's you know, in the long run, it's, it's really it, not a homophobic it's joke. Not. It's not. I, I mean, you can probably do that joke in a way that does, but yeah. yeah. But is it it's actually he ends the joke with "All right, we're both gay then." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no. 
I wish I knew who that queen uh, was so I could attribute it, but no, it's okay. Just joke still. It's fine. Um, yeah, and dead actors are gonna make comebacks. Oh yeah, hardcore. I mean, they already have. Star Wars Rogue One had. Uh, oh yeah. What's his face? Yeah. They promised um, that they would not, because that's right. Carrie Fisher actually did film scenes, right? She yeah, she did. But they they promised they would not put her in cgi okay yeah so i don't know and i i didn't know she filmed the scene so i saw the trailers like wait she's in this i thought they promised someone's like no she she filmed the scenes it's, it's all cool you know yeah yeah i think yeah. they just had to rewrite it and then probably just do like some stand-ins or something like that right yeah um, yeah and so now actors have to sit there and probably in their clauses say like oh you whether or not they can use my likeness after I'm dead, stuff like that. Oh, because that wasn't man, a thing beforehand yeah. because the, like a little bit, like a reusing footage or something like that. Right. Yeah. Or doing the whole back to the future thing, using a different actor that plays the same person. Um, but now you have to put that in your, your contract and musicians that are very iconic for their looks and stuff. Yeah. They might just lose that whole look like Tupac. He was brought back from the dead for a concert. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, for that hologram they've, they thing. They did. They've done that with a few. Like they did it with Michael Jackson, I think. Well, I heard there was talks. I don't know if they actually did it though. Oh, really? I thought I remember they actually did. Pro- it. I mean, I. I wouldn't doubt this it. reminds me of a something I misunderstood a long time ago. <laughs> I didn't. This was back when I was a kid, and I didn't understand the world. And um, and I remember somebody was watching Star Trek. I don't remember which one, but it's the one where Picard and um. Captain Kirk are in the same movie. And I swear to God, someone explained it to me different than it actually was. Because <laughs> I swear to God, someone said, the guy who played Captain Kirk has been dead for a long time. I, I, I was a dumb kid, so I guess I just misunderstood things. Oh. And that he made these movies like like decades ago, you know? And um, and they spliced in the footage with, with Patrick Stewart. And... Um, Anyway, and then I got older, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, if the movies were decades old, they'd be in black and, well... They'd black. be the shitty film. Yeah. Like, and quality. But the thing is, nowadays, you could actually fucking do that. You know, now, like, older movies look pretty much the same as, as modern-day movies. Just Older movies are tend to be 70 millimeter. now we have digital, so it's a little weird. Like, like in, um, what, what's time in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when they kind of spliced him into an old movie, and yeah. it looked kind of weird... Yeah, just well, because it was more of like a just lighting was off or something. Like yeah, that. it's so weird that I I have that memory of someone explaining to me that that's how that Star Trek movie was made. And it was like, no, uh, what is his name who plays Kirk? Um, William, William Shatner. William Shatner is still alive, and at that <laughs> time he was still somewhat young, you know. Yeah. But it's so weird that 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 I don't know how I got that in my head. <laughs> it's hilarious. Any other um, big movies coming out? I think. Oh, uh, Uncut Gems. I'm actually super excited about that. Oh, un- what is that? That's coming out in December. Oh, with Adam Sandler. Yes. Okay. And it's a uh, the Sabdi brothers, who did Good Time. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch it. I'm not gonna watch anything about it. I'm just gonna go. That's see pro- it. that's for the best, probably. Usually is. Uh, oh, never mind. Every time I click upcoming movies 2019, I'm always 
upset because I'm not getting what I want. Oh, fuck. I want to see El Camino, but that means I have to get caught up with uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Breaking Bad. And I know I should. I know I should. It's just... Ooh, Doctor Sleep. When does that come out? Yeah, see, it's yeah. just giving me shit that I don't care. Like, Charlie's Angels. I can care fucking... I couldn't care less. That new Terminator movie. I don't know. It seems like it might be interesting. Probably not. But it was the director <laughs> from something else I liked. I don't remember what. I know, but just that series is not going to go away. Oh, I know. I know. They're definitely just... You know how like each movie sort of... um, What's the term? Uh, When you just kind of say the last movie doesn't doesn't count anymore retcon retcon yeah you know how, like each movie kind of retcons the one before it feels like this one is literally retconning every single one except for the first well it has like this armor on it where it's like you can retcon but no it's a different timeline blah 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 so they're all technically canon so right yeah fuck who's the director tim miller does that name sound familiar uh, no. American film director Tim Miller. Oh, he did the first Deadpool. That doesn't really mean much to me. <laughs> I like Deadpool, but it wasn't anything really groundbreaking. I mean, it was just like it just defied funny. my expectation. <laughs> Jesus, that that has become a joke. <laughs> I know, but you keep using it, and it makes me mad. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like it when you're mad. It's funny. That sounds weird. <laughs> Ew. That's why I always send you the uh, why I send you puns. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they legitimately upset me. Yeah. Which is funny because the ones that legitimately upset me, you tend to not have a problem with. It's weird. I have nothing in my notes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's all I've seen been kind of slow I, I mean i guess it's slow throughout the year because there's not that much stuff this is the new sonic movie oh yeah that's gonna just be boring it's not gonna even be that bad no no it's it's, it's probably just, just gonna be like hop yeah which exact... i didn't see but no you didn't no, you don't to. you don't need to see that movie <laughs> what's that actor he's kind of falling into just obscurity it's the same actor in the sonic movie isn't yeah it? yeah uh i don't know well no he's gonna be in something soon that's actually like legitimate i oh, think okay. i think don't quote me on that maybe he's played like just standard brown-haired white guy yeah uh are you interested in all in the zombie land sequel not really i enjoyed the first one but i didn't have a big crush on it like other people do right oh my god I, oh god i do not want to see rambo last blood heard it was terrible yeah Something about if we're getting could get into news, even though there's not much movie news. Fucking Midsummer. Uh, apparently they're gonna release the director's cut only on Apple. Apple TV, probably for a limited time. Yeah. Yeah. Why were you shaking your head? Oh, scratch my head. Oh, I thought you were saying don't don't bring this up. Oh <laughs> no no no, Jared, stop it. <laughs> 
I don't know about Knives Out. I really don't know. It looks like it can go either way. Yeah, the trailer is warming up on me, but I still don't know. We can talk about Mark Ruffalo's 10 best movies according to Rotten Tomatoes. No. Justice League, the Snyder Cut's impact on Zack Snyder's career. I heard, I, I don't know if this was like just rumor, but I heard that there actually is a Snyder Cut. I don't give a shit. Just, it's interesting. Oh, I'm sure there is, but. Really, for a long time I was hearing people get, guys, guys, there's no Snyder Cut. It doesn't exist. So I don't know. Well, I, they're just trying to get people to just hush. So it's like, it's not going to fix everything. Yeah. All right, should I just fucking start wrapping this up? Probably. We're getting a little tired. I don't have anything else to talk about. <clears throat> Where's my ending? Oh, there it is. For more movie-related content, head on over to RidgeviewDrive.com for reviews, shorts, and more. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ridgeview underscore Drive and Facebook at Ridgeview Drive Productions. You can find me on all those social medias at Dark Jack Wolf, and you can find Charles at our address at... You know, <laughs> I still don't know this address. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't get mail here. You don't <laughs> fill out paperwork. Like I said it the other day, because I was typing in something, and I was like, oh, fuck, I had to put in my address. And I was like, you don't just know your address? I was like, no. <laughs> Charles don't. handles the bill. I have, it, I, have it, I have it in a message sent to myself. So I just go into Messenger, go find myself, and do a search for one of the words in the street address. <laughs> and then it comes up, and I copy and paste it. <laughs> you didn't even type it, you copy and paste it. Yeah. Which That's probably right doesn't help me. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, but um, can they find you anywhere? Um, no. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me, man. Uh, we have a Patreon. The $15, the $30, and the $50 tiers have the ability to request specific reviews once a month at patreon.com slash ridgeviewdrive. You can also request reviews at coffee.com slash ridgeviewdrive slash commissions. That's K-O-F-I. I don't know if you were making a joke last time about the webcam thing or... The webcam thing? Yeah, you said $50 gets a webcam. What gets you on webcam? Oh, no, $50 gets me on webcam. Okay, I'll put that on Patreon then. Um, did you have anything? One person. <laughs> uh, maybe five people. <laughs> you know, if, you know, unlimited. <laughs> they want to keep paying 50 bucks. It's the exact thing you did last time. You're Is like, it? what? No, no, everybody. Well, then I'm serious. All right, was there anything you wanted to add before? No. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> Have a nice day. I'm so tired. I'm so friggin' tired.